that's a hell of a question. Um, draft day was one of the worst days of my life, right? It was that, that day of 32 executives and head coaches telling you you're not good enough for our investment. I mean, we're talking about you have literally taken undrafted free agent status and you said you put whatever label you want on me, but that's going to fuel me to attack everything. That's what gets me up in the morning and makes me passionate to take care of this knee the right way for however long it takes so I can get back on that field so I can continue to inspire belief. to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and you know every single week, you guys have figured this out by now, we are going to bring you stories of individuals that have a burn, a fire that lies inside them. I've explained this before, but why and purpose are not enough. It takes that burn, it takes that fire that ignites your why and your purpose that then causes you to take the consistent action that most individuals are unwilling to take. And that's what creates that uncommon mindset. And every week we're bringing you another story. It's an athlete, an entertainer, a celebrity, somebody in the business world. And today is no different. We're going to bring you a powerful interview with Alec Ingold from the Las Vegas Raiders. And many of you all know, you see the hat. You know our guy Compto for the boys going all the way back. And so we're going to have some fun with this interview. There's a lot of great connections that Alec and I have and couldn't be any more excited, Alec, to welcome you to the burn. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, it's been a long time coming. I've been following for a long time. So, you know, I get that inspiration from other people you bring on the show. Uh, I'm excited to kind of pay that back a little bit, pay that back to the people. I I appreciate it. And I know with some of these connections that we have that we're going to have a lot of fun making this happen, but I'm going to start before we have fun with, you know, some of the guys that you've played with and some of the commonalities that we have in terms of relationship. I want to go back to your burn. You know, a, a lot of people, they don't understand what it's like to be an undrafted free agent in the NFL. And you can go another direction, not say it's the burn, but I want to frame this because there, there's many people, Alec, who come into the league and they get drafted, right? And then there's the note, here's when I was drafted and I got this. And I, and then all of a sudden they almost feel like they know what their path is going to be. Yet when you're undrafted, it's almost this path of uncertainty, And you played at Wisconsin, right? You played big time football. You had a hell of a career. You did big things. So it's frustrating when you almost get this, well, wait, I played at Wisconsin. I did big things. I know that like I could be a captain on an NFL team. I could be a pro bowler, things that you have now done. But back when they tell you you're going to be an undrafted guy, that's a tough pill to swallow. What, What was that like for you? And how has that fueled your hunger in the league thus far? That's a hell of a question. Um, Draft day was one of the worst days of my life, right? It was that that day of 32 executives and head coaches telling you you're not good enough for our investment. And that was bone shattering for me as a 22-year-old kid with all the hopes and dreams and the plans of being an NFL football player, like you were saying. The big thing for me right there uh, on that path of uncertainty, the path of, you know, I was, I was at a fork in the road in my life. It was 
go to Oracle and start selling software for the rest of my life, or it was take this path of least or of most resistance of all, all the issues that could possibly have of all of this, you know, failure that, that could possibly happen and try this undrafted route. And that moment where, you know, I was able to, I know I talk about this, you know, when my dad, you know, sat me down the next morning after this draft day, I'm going to head out to Alameda, California. He's like, are you ready to go take a job? Are you ready for that? And it wasn't handed to me. It wasn't given. And there was a moment there where I was able to internalize this burn, this feeling of inside of me where there was no more trying to find some sort of validation from anybody else. No coach, no general manager, no teammate could tell me, Oh, you're great. You're, you're good enough. No, it was like internalized. Now, now it was, I'm going to find this out for myself. I'm going to go on this path of uncertainty. I'm going to be comfortable being uncomfortable, all of those different things. And I'm going to go make a career for myself. And that's what happened. So, I mean, that's, that was one of those moments where I was sitting down with my dad on the porch and it was just like, it's time. It's time to go get it. It's time to go see how great you can be. Now this is, this is powerful hearing me talk or hearing you share about your father that way. And kind of in that moment, bringing that for us to all kind of see it and hear it. I remember watching uh, your story on ESPN and man, I was touched. I was moved. Like you could see your parents who adopted you at birth and you could see them like when they shared the words and your mom shares the words that you were a gift and then you could see it in your father's eyes. And I'm an emotional dude. All you got to do is, is ask Compto about that one. But man, I start getting emotional and, and your mom. And then you see how your relationship has grown over the years and how close and tight knit your family is. How much of your burn comes from that? How much of your ability to, you know, take on challenge and adversity, have 32 teams tell you, yeah, it's probably not going to work out, but you know, you can come and join us. You, you can come and give it a try. How much of your burn comes from that, that tight knit family and that love that you had growing up? It's a massive, a part of my burn and, you know, religion being a believer is something that will give you foundation, right? It gives you unwavering faith in wherever you're trying to go. Um, you know, God, Jesus will be, whoever you believe in will be there with you. And when you're on this planet, when you're on earth, obviously, you know, that support system, having parents that will, no matter what, they'll love you, that unconditional love, that appreciation, that deep connection, um, not only give me the courage to go chase my wildest dreams and go out and do this thing out in Las Vegas and move out here and, you know, completely just commit to what this football life is, is all about it gives me the courage to really see if you can accomplish it. And if you fail, you have a great support system. You have people that love you that will always be there for you. And they're always there to pick you back up. And I think on the flip side of that, the way that we have a deep conversation and deep communication, and we're able to share heart to heart often is, you know, my dad didn't put his arm around me and say, Hey, it's going to be all right. After I got drafted, you know, it was that tough love moment. He was there for me from day one and he believed in me from day one so that when I was in my lowest point, when I was in that deepest Valley, he was the guy to just grab me by the collar and pull me back up and say, let's get this mindset back. Let's get this burn back. Remember why you're doing this. You know, it wasn't, Hey, we'll feel good now. It's like, get your mind right. Let's go get this thing. And 
to have a support system that is there with you, um, that can communicate in that way so that they tell you exactly what you need to hear when you need to hear it. That's, that's deep and that's connection. That's, that's real. It is uh, so powerful hearing you talk about your faith and then the, the faith and the combination of your relationship with your parents. You can just hear the strength and the ability to take on adversity and challenge fueled by that burn. And I, I know this year brought on some adversity and challenge that you did not anticipate. You know, you've shared with me 25 years of having a healthy body playing football, no major injuries. And, and before we we get here, you know, I want to share, you know, because everybody just heard your mindset of how you approach being an undrafted free agent, how you approached your burn. You know, a lot of people right now, you know, they're tentative to get after it, to own it. And you made a choice not only to take it on, to move to Las Vegas, to believe that you could, you maximize the opportunity, right? To become a pro bowler, to become a captain of the team, to become a guy that, that in the locker room, they can count on you to be a guy who is a Walter Payton award nominee. I mean, we're talking about, you have literally taken undrafted free agent status and you've said, you put whatever label you want on me, but that's going to fuel me to a attack everything. So here you are, you're excelling at this high level, staring fear in the face, attacking one day at a time. And then November of this season, you battle an ACL tear and, and you go down and you've never faced anything like that. Tell us what that experience has been like and how you're doing right now and how you're taking on that challenge of really the world stepping in one more time and saying, or maybe it's God sometimes, right, Alec, to say, hey, I got you. There's going to be a message right now, and you're going to face some challenge, but it's how you respond. How are you responding right now to this ACL tear? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is I've been constantly trying to find this routine, right? Find the way to maximize every opportunity, and all those labels come with it, right? You can tag whatever you want next to my name, but who I am on a daily basis in the locker room will never change. That routine will never change. My circumstance can change, but I can't. And that's all about having a standard of, of the way of life that you live. So when I, when I go down with that ACL, you know, that team captain, that Walter Payton man of the year, the, the pro bowl opportunities, all that went out the window in the snap of the fingers. So if I'm chasing that, if I'm trying to, if I put mm. my, into those labels, those titles, those accomplishments. As soon as it gets taken away, now what do you have? What are you chasing? How do you wake up the next morning? And I've been able to kind of, you know, your whole world gets flipped upside and to be able to take an opportunity to say, what is this teaching me? What, what can I learn from this? Take a step back. Um, be in the film room a little bit more, be with the, the running backs and the new fullback and help him, you know, further along his development to be in the coach's box for games, to take all of these different avenues to still have a solid routine, to still be the man that I'm meant to be every single day, to maximize every opportunity every time I wake up. That's, that's all a part of this. And that's something I've had to learn. That's something I've had to battle. That's something mentally when I get home and I'm exhausted because I'm doing mentally different things than physical. When I have four hours in a, a treatment room and then a weight room and I, I come back home and it's like, I, I just, you're so close. You're so invested into a team, but you can't be out there on Sundays. 
and knowing how much that performance and that platform of the NFL and how that just embodies everything that I'm trying to accomplish in life. Um, that allows me to have the courage to keep this routine and to find new ways to still impact people, to still inspire others, to inspire myself, to be accountable. Um, you're finding new ways to do all of that. And that's, that's been the battle of the ACL. That's been the mental challenge of not being able to contribute to a four game win streak in a playoff run, but being right there next to it uh, was so, so tough, but you're able to kind of see the different perspective. Now you're, t- you're able to take a step back. You're able to still impact and communicate with guys in a different way to still talk to Josh. Uh, you know, I can't be right in front of him two yards and talking to him about the play, but I can still be at halftime going down there and, and having conversations with him on adjustments and, and just feeding him that fuel to the fire. Right. And um, you, you just got to find new ways. So you gotta, you gotta innovate. Like I said before, your circumstance can change, but you can't, you can't change your standard of living. You can't change that routine that you built for yourself. Yeah. So, you know, our, our dear mutual friend, Will Compton, he always likes to every, every time I say it and he can hear it and I know he's going to listen to this. So standard over feelings is a concept that I learned from Will. And every time I say it, he's like, you need to remember to give me credit. You need to remember to. So it's like, it's like comp. I gave you credit in the book. I gave you your own chapter, like standard over feelings. It's yours. Like we got you. (laughs) And so really what, what I'm hearing you say is what will taught me. It's standard over feelings. Don't allow your feelings to dictate how you show up, regardless of what's taken from you, regardless of somebody might tell you, this is yours or here's your opportunity. It's a choice to live to that standard. And I, I admire uh, what you have done and how you're approaching this injury how you've approached that undrafted status and really how you've approached your opportunity to be a leader on the team. You know, one of the things I think is unique about the Oakland Raiders is how young this team is. You know, there's, there's a lot of of young passion and hunger and, you know, in locker rooms like that, sometimes they're, they're looking for that leadership and you at a young age have been that source of leadership. And it's fun for me to watch because there's, you know, so many guys that I've had the opportunity to work with at the university of Alabama. And if we're just talking about the run game, it's pretty cool for me thinking about this opportunity to think here's Alec lined up behind, behind car in, in an offensive play, you got Josh Jacobs behind you who, I mean, you talk about a kid who's overcome challenge and adversity. I mean, the two of you, there's no doubt that you could bond and want to go to war together. And then you guys hitting that left side going behind big Alex Leatherwood, man, it just puts a smile on my face. Cause I know how those guys work. I know how those guys believe. And so what's that been like for you to really unite in a run game with guys who are hungry and passionate like that. Yeah. I think there's a, you want to take supreme ownership of your role in a locker room. You want to know exactly why you're there, who you are, who you aren't, and you got to be accountable every single. And in a run game, when the goal is to get three or four yards and it is, you know, physical man on man, trying to get inches run game just to get Josh a little bit of space, a little bit of wiggle room um, to be able to do that on a consistent basis. You know, that's the epitome of football. That's being a teammate, that's being accountable. That's, you know, having a standard uh, of the way that you operate on a, on any given snap. So to have guys that you can count on to, to bond over that, to practice it, 
Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, be able to perform it on a Sunday. Um, it's that's the epitome of football right there is a, is a hardcore run game. And I, I, I love watching you dominate your one-on-ones and, and dominate that run game. Cause it, it, it's fun. I mean, you definitely play with that explosive nature that I will attack anything that is in front of me. And that's gotta be a rewarding thing to know for a guy like Josh Jacobs, who's got a big old body on him too. <laughs> He'll take it on and he's got a hell of a burn that, you know, here you are this tandem that's willing to take on <clears throat> anything that that's in front of you. It's powerful. And I look forward to watching it for many, many years to come. I want to take you a, another direction because we could talk a lot about football, but one of the things I want to make sure that everybody understands is more of what's in your heart. You know, being a Walter Payton Award nominee, right, and having your team recognize you, the the league recognize you, that's because of what you do off the field. And one of the things I think is so unique about you, Alec, is your capacity. You know, a lot of players, they just they were just worry about ball. And, you know, to know that you've pursued speaking off of the field and impacting others off the field and impacting underprivileged youth and creating a money mini camp. I mean, there's just so many things that you're doing and time is limited. People don't realize the the amount of time that's required to do what you do from what you do in college. I mean, student athletes, it's unbelievable the sacrifice they make. But then when you come into the league, it's like there's a lot of free time. And so take us to the importance of giving your all in life, but don't talk to me about football, giving your all in life with, with this, this bigger purpose. Cause I find it fascinating how you attack your capacity. I've been, I've been able to boil it down to this, to this phrase where I can repeat in my mind over and over again to kind of help me draw back to that purpose, to that burn It's called inspire belief. I want to inspire others to believe in themselves and on the football field, I can do that any snap, any any play. I can show up with a big old neck roll and I can play through, you know, nicks and bruises and all that. And you can go perform with your boys. So like that is a massive way to inspire other people to believe in themselves. When it comes to off the field, to be able to speak to a kid, to be able to speak to a business or a school or a college, to be able to connect with other people, to create a curriculum that teaches them how to use money as a tool. Um, that's meaningful. I grew up adoring and just looking at any professional athlete and being like, I want to be like you one day. And whether it was in the grocery store, whether it was at school, when they're coming to talk to me, I felt that impact. I was inspired to believe in myself because of those NFL football players, because of those professional athletes. And now that I am one of them, that that's my mission. That that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to pay it forward. And you can feel some genuine passion coming out of me right now, but it's real. And it's something where I'll never take an opportunity lightly to put something on social media, to, to go out to a a high school, as long as I can, can connect with one kid and you just see that little twinkle or that spark in their eye where it's like, I get it. I get it. And then they can take that and they can build their own bridge to success wherever they want to go. You know, that's meaningful. And I, I will never be able to measure that. I'll never be able to say, Yes, I, I touched 500 kids' lives, and, and they, they're all going to do great things. Or it was one kid. But I can approach it every single time where I'm able to speak, whether I'm you know in the community, whatever that is, where it's real. It's a genuine connection where 
let's have a real conversation. Let's try and help you get to where you want to go and use my story. Use my blueprint that I have out here. Just use anything you can. Uh, just want to be a vessel for these kids, a resource, uh, information, anything that I can do to help. Um, that's a passion. That's, that's something that won't happen. Uh, and I'll say that's a success one year from now, six months from now. I mean, that's, that's 20, 30 years. That that's what my life is going to be. Um, so finding new avenues, finding new ways to connect to people like that, uh, is something that I'm always looking forward to and, and kind of, that's what gets me up in the morning and makes me passionate to take care of this knee the right way for however long it takes so I can get back on that field so I can continue to inspire belief. I appreciate uh, the two and two powerful, powerful words. And I appreciate your mindset and level of intentionality. You know, so many players talk about, you know, we're given this platform and you only get one shot to really maximize the platform. I remember Will used to always say, I remember his rookie year, we're in a little apartment. He was sharing it with another player and he's writing down things he wants to do. And he's like, man, he's like, I got to take care of this platform and build this platform. Cause he's like, when I'm playing in the league, my jokes are funnier. I'm better looking. I got to maximize this. <laughs> I got to maximize this opportunity. And you know, you, you look and it's a mindset, right? I mean, we're having fun and we're joking here, but the reality is like you are building a foundation. It takes that mindset because there's far too many players that don't realize there's little boys and girls whose eyes are on you. And when you walk into that school, it's an opportunity to make a difference in their life. And that may be the one conversation that they have that becomes what you always wanted, which was, I want to be just like you. And so to not be locked in on that opportunity, to not understand the gift of the platform, I think for the players that are listening right now, you know, take advantage of that, slow down, look at Alec as an example of how you can challenge that capacity to do so much. And I just, I admire that about how you show up. It's not just that nasty that you bring every snap on the field, it's that clarity and that power that you bring off the field, which is, it's dynamic. And I think you and I both know it, it's needed in this world today because there's, there's so many mixed messages of what is or what isn't and clarity of somebody who wants to inspire belief. Yeah. Let, let's get a little bit more of that in the, in the world today. That's what, that's what's needed. Uh, fun question. I got to ask a, a fun question. And uh, since the Raiders are not in the Super Bowl, and, uh, not that you have to be the prognosticator and this is going to, this episode is going to air after the Super Bowl, but we got the Rams and the Bengals. Mm -hmm. Who do you got in the Super Bowl and why? I, so I love this matchup because it is the, the new age star powered, heavy hitting firepower, offense, defense, all the superstars of LA, right? You got everybody. Some of the guys chasing rings coming over there uh, through trades, free agency. And then you got this gritty Cincinnati Bengal team that just has their formula to win. They got a superstar leader in Joe Burrow, and they're just a disciplined football team. They do the right things over and over again. They're not the most talented. They're not the most, you know, but, but they do the right thing over and over again. They're well coached. They have a great leader, and they got guys that know their roles, and they just consistently are just outperforming team after team after team. And that's what I think is, is the coolest part about this is like the, the difference between the two teams, their makeup is just so different. And, you know, I don't, I don't know what team will win or lose. I'm, 
kind of leaning towards the Bengals because that's the, my type of team. That's, that's <laughs> one over and over and over again, but um, it's going to be exciting regardless. And I think it's going to be an outstanding showcase of like new age football thinking and old, old school. This is how it's been done. They cracked the code. They found their formula to win and they're just doing it over and over and over again. I love it. I love it. We're going we're gonna to have to do a little teaser and uh, run that because that's great, great perspective. Something tells me you may be an analyst when uh, your days are done, too, if if you want to do that. So something, something can, tells me, Alec, whatever you want to do when this game is done, you're going to do it. I, I As long as I can inspire belief, if it's in a broadcasting booth and we can hit, hang it out there. I'll do whatever, man. I'll do whatever. Well, Alec, thank thank you so much. You're definitely right. This was a long time coming. I appreciate you coming on the burn. I appreciate how you show up in life. And, and those are two powerful words. That, I appreciate your passion to inspire belief. Thanks for coming on the burn, brother. Thanks for having me. It was a blast. To each of you listening, I, I know I asked this, you know, week in and week out, share this with somebody who needs it. But let's put this in football terms that you hear me say oftentimes. There are people right now, they're, they're like waiting on the sideline. You can see them. People that you care about. They're just waiting on the sideline. Please share Alex's story. Share this episode who they need to be inspired by belief. Inspire belief in them by sharing this episode to get them off of that sideline of life, to understand that they, like Alec, have great capacity, to understand that maybe what they're doing right now is part of their story, but the bigger story, if you listen to Alec, is the impact that he will have 20 and 30 years from what he does off the field, and maybe you'll inspire 20 to 30 years of impact by inspiring somebody that's close to you who needs it to be encouraged to get into that field and to attack one play at a time. Appreciate you joining us for The Burn. Fired up to be with you next week, and let's continue to fight the good fight. This episode of The Burn Podcast is powered by BenNewmanCoaching.com. Your number one source for increasing consistency in your life and building the mental toughness habits required to live the life of your dreams. From self-paced courses to live coaching with Ben and everything in between, head over to BenNewmanCoaching.com and join the thousands of members working to unlock their peak performance every day.